Guys, it's a wonderful evening to have you back on here on the football poll. And this evening, none other than the host, the Ootsman, I'm joined by the two, the two, how should I put it? You know, we have Ronaldo and Messi here. Yeah? So I'm joined by the two goats of football podcasting. Yeah, um, Kodri and Jamie, you are welcome on the show once again. How are you guys doing? Um, I do. Jamie, are you sure you are feeling fine? I am. He gave you with God, how you doing, man? How you doing? I feel okay, my guy. Yeah. So, it's, it's a Monday night, which is very unusual to be recording podcast, but we just have to do it for the love of it. Yeah. So, going straight into business for today, we are starting off with this one because it's a very devastating news that the football world aired today. Um, Brighton and Zambian midfielder Enoch Mwepu has been forced to retire at the age of 24. He, he was diagnosed with a hereditary heart condition and he has said he will, actively, he will still be active in um, football but then he will not be seeing the Zambian international on the football pitch again. I mean, uh, Kodri, you know, I was saying it days ago that we've hardly heard of footballers' deaths and all since Emiliano Salah during his transfer move uh, from from Nantes to Cardiff. And since then, it's just been like footballers are human or something, but this is just bringing us back to reality that footballers are human too and Enoch Mwepo has been forced to retire at the age of 24. Well, let's not dwell on bad news. We wish him well in his future endeavours. Straight into business as we have, as we've always wanted to. First, guys, Jamie, you first. Let's let's start. Jamie, can you hear me? Yeah, 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 I'm a two. Jamie, what do you think is going on with Liverpool right now? Is this still Jogger's Club? Um, is this seventh season course, or is it just another another thing that is beyond Jogger's Club now? I, I I feel this this uh this uh just the problems of the manager. Um, we we can have a look at other Premier League teams the way they are advancing. We have Arsenal, who had major reinforcements in almost every department on their squad. We also have um, Man City, who added the beautiful and brilliant Ellen Allen to their squad. Manchester United also reinforced their squad too with Lisandro Martinez, and also we have Anthony from Ajax. But looking at um, Liverpool now, the only addition we can say they had was probably just Darwin Nunes in their attack line. And comparing Darwin Nunes to Mane, there is a very big distance between both of them because Mane can dribble, he can drive the ball very well, but Nunes plays more like only a goal scorer, which is really affecting Liverpool now because are in front of their attack now. They lack that creativity, which was well. God, Jamie, are you with us? I think I think network is doing justice to us this night. Oh, um, like to, Jamie... to try and um, counter on the um, Jamie's um, talk. Let's be honest. We are seeing why. Pep Guardiola is the greatest manager ever because he's why, able to why adapt. Why is that? Why is that? Because he's able to adapt. 
is able to bring a new squad. Whereas Klopp can't readily see it right now to try and bring a new squad because we know he's trying to evolve that team from being the from not having a striker to now having a striker, which was something City would didn't have before. But now we can see it is Alan fitting perfectly into City and Liverpool not really getting it. And also, like I have to say, Trent Alexander Arnold has been very very poor. Not only has he been poor, the other defenders around him, be it Joe Matip or Joe Gomez, haven't really been able to back up or able to help Alexander Arnold the way they used you've used to it before. Also, when we look at their midfield, they are very very short in their midfield. You can't continue to go on with players like Jordan Anderson um, and Fabinho, even though they are very good quality players. Or um, what's the name of this tall, this thirty-six-year-old Milner? You can't continue Milner. to play with players like that in such competitive league like yeah, the Premier League. You get found out, no matter. So, if you so can't actually address your point, Godfrey. Okay. I was talking. I was talking to. Um, I was replying a tweet today, and I was like, Liverpool's problem is not any Jurgen's club cause or anything. Shake that with me now. Liverpool's main we- problem. Liverpool's main problem is that they are, they are, they are like school said midweek last week. He said Anthony is a um, one, one pony, <laughs> one pony trick or something like that. Yeah. So Liverpool is like that one trick thing. Liverpool always wants to press you eye, and if they cannot get the ball back while pressing eye, when they recycle the ball in midfield or defense. They either they always it's not the either they always go to the wing. Liverpool will not try to play you through the middle. They would never. I've I've only watched a Liverpool game where Trent Alexander Arnold and Andrew Robertson or Tismikas has not been the main attacking threat uh, threat of the game. And if if Trent or Arnold uh, or, or Robertson is not doing the job, God, is it Salah or Mane trying to get the thing? And looking at it now. Player for player, there has not been an upgrade like um Jamie said. There has not been an upgrade in the team. You are using the likes of um Mane before. Then you sold Mane to Bayern. Then you got Darren Nunes in. A- apart from the language barrier between Nunes and his teammates and the coach, Nunes is a very, very different player to um Sadio Mane. And Luis Diaz cannot fit Mane's pocket in a season and a half or two. So we are looking at the player for player. They've not really improved the team. They are trying to balance what's not in that team. And so far, it has been affecting every other player like Trent, like Virgil van Dijk, like Thiago, even Thiago, even um, Mohamed Salah. You have seen that they have not played to their best this season so far. And the game mid- um, on Saturday, was it Saturday against... No, Sunday, sorry. Sunday, yeah. Saturday. On Sunday, it just showed... That Liverpool lacks intensity. Even though they play this gegenpress style of playing, they lack intensity. Arsenal were not even in their best of form, but Arsenal had their, their least possession so far this season against Liverpool. And they played like they played like they were ready to. to they were hungry. They were hungrier. Yeah, let me put it that way. They, were, they played like they were hungrier than the whole Liverpool team. And what you said too, you are using James Milner, Jordan Henderson, Thiago. These guys are declining players. Let me yes, they are declining players. 
look at Arsenal's average age. I think Arsenal is around 22 years. The average squad 24. Is 24. Compared to Liverpool's, they are, Liverpool's midfield alone. You have James Milner and Jordan Henderson and um, um what's his Fabinho, name? Fabinho, then Thiago. These guys are old. They are older. They are getting old. Old cargo. Sorry to say. And injury is not even helping them out at all. Imagine subbing off Thiago or Henderson for Avi Elliott or Fabio Cavallo. These guys does not have the experience. You can't you can't call on them when it's when things get hard or things things, things are not going well for the team. We know they, they they have the potential, but no, they are not that player yet already. So my main point is player to player, Liverpool have downgraded from last season compared to their um, to uh, to how they are now. They are they are totally not at their best. And with us now, it's just obvious with the game against us now, it's just obvious that more teams will continue to try to get by Liverpool as the season goes by. I don't know, you know what you know something, something I found I find interesting is um Jürgen, Jürgen Klopp doesn't doesn't usually um spend a lot into his squad. He tries to use the players he has in hand to try and get the maximum from them. I think yeah. right now these players are bone thousand already. Like I'm trying to say. You can't you can't you can't continue you, to play Gegen Press for two, three, four, five, six seasons and not bone your years. players out. Seven See, years. You know, Look at Trent Alexander Arnold. His positioning for the first look, goal against Arsenal look, was just yeah. appalling. Like he was not like in the first minute. Is I feel like when you play football match, you've also played football match, even though not at the top level like they are. In the first minute, at the time you try to let's take take a claim in the game. Try and be like, let me move my first tackle. Let me move my stuff. and then you are seeing that kind of positioning from a a right back. That is meant to look at the shoulder who is coming with this position of way where you are able to see the trace that is coming from this side. I also look, I'm able to see the guy that is going to run behind you. No, you didn't do that, and then they score against you. And then I'm seeing people online, Liverpool fans saying he's the best right back in the bro. When you can't fucking defend, you are no good as a right back. Forget if you are giving assists or scoring free kicks. If you can't defend, which is the basic. You are not a good mm-hmm. player. Yeah. And just like that, Kodri, that explains why um, um Gareth Southgate prefers to use Chris James over Trent Alexander Arnold. He knows that James will give him that stability he needs when it comes to defense, and he's he's equally good in attack. I think Trent can be a little bit better in attack, but then he has the stability in defense, which is a plus for him. And just for reference. Tomiyasu had no. I don't think Tomiyasu started any game this season because he did not start uh, any game this season. Again. Yeah, Ben White has been playing as the right back for us now, and Tomiyasu has been known to play either centre back or right back. And Tomiyasu had to debut in the left back position for um, Karen Tierney and um, Zinchenko, and he, he totally, totally kept Salah at bay. Like it was surprising. That showed you the hunger that these guys had and the way Ateta had duped this team to I mean we watched the Arsenal all or nothing last season and it was like everyone was making fun of Arsenal because moments where 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 Ateta had tried to bring them together and moments where Ateta had tried to bring them together, they, they always collapse on the pitch. But this season we are just seeing it that he has been trying to impute his his ways into the team and it is working perfectly fine for Arsenal right now. So Arsenal you back with us. Okay. I'm, I'm, I've been with you since I've been with you. Oh, I'm, 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 
So I think we already talked about Liverpool and um, Arsenal generally, but I still like to ask this one on Arsenal because we have seen um, they are trying to pull wonders this season. I mean, they've only lost once. Kudos to Man City, they've not lost at all, but in the league. But Arsenal have only lost once, and that's to United. I want to feel proud for that because looking at the way they played against Arsenal Manchester on boys. Sunday, on Sunday, it was it was. Well, just just random question for the Arsenal fans at home and everybody. Are you guys with me? Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. Do you guys think Arsenal have what it takes to win the league? I mean, we've always been talking about it, but like looking at their performance against Liverpool now, what do you guys think? I I feel the uh, performance against Man City is going to decide that. Yeah, That's why I feel at this point. Uh, because Arsenal is actually playing with a different kind of hunger than we have watched them play since past seasons. Because they they had this intensity, they just wanted to win. They were fighting for that win, which was something very good to imbue in that kind of thing. So I feel their performance against Man City is going to decide if they would win the English Premier League. Well, let's call you. What do you think? Just one man alone is going to decide the Premier League, and we know who he is already. Ellen Haaland. Haaland. I mean, I was, I was calling you, like you said just now. I was sorry. I was looking at the table in some minutes ago at the Premier League table, and I saw Manchester City goal difference. Bro, this team are balling. They are scoring goals for fun. And that's that's quite impressive to think Alan has gotten I think twenty league goals already. Not twenty league, league sorry, goals. twenty total yeah. goals already. 15. Twenty and total goals, fifteen league goals. Man, that's 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 and we are the, still the in October. Highest, the highest goal scorer last season was twenty two or two or so now. Twenty three. Yeah. Son yeah. and, and Salah. And Cristiano Ronaldo finished eighteen league goals. Alan will break this record before mid before before game week sixteen or so. Ha. See, um, that's that's crazy. See, um, to, um, to add to um, Arsenal, I think what Arsenal board have done with Mikel Arteta by giving him the chance, the ability, the, the time to be able to instill what he wants into that squad is absolutely beautiful. Let's let's look at the time where I was even questioning why they have to let Pierre Emerick Aubameyang go, and then they bought. Jesus, and now we are seeing the fruits of it. Letting Aubameyang go was one of the best decisions Arsenal Football Club has taken in. The, the best decision any club can make, Kodri, the best decision any club can make is to let a player that does not want to be in the club leave. That's the best situation. Mm-hmm. And the reason that's... why, sorry to interrupt, the reason why I was advocating for Cristiano Ronaldo to leave Manchester United during the summer, it's not because I'm saying, oh, I don't like him, but he doesn't want to be here. And the coach also feels like, okay, this guy does not want to be here. Let him go. But then we didn't let him go because we have a stupid board. I'm sorry to bring that in right now. But if you want to be a title-winning team, a strong team, a beautiful team, a team that is hungry, that is young, you have to back your manager. And that's what Arsenal have done. And it's absolutely beautiful. Just watching them. I When the league started, I was like, you know, Arsenal will fall off as usual. They are crap. They will always do something. We we'll still laugh at them at the end of the season. They will make Champions League. Bro, <laughs> they are one point above Manchester City right now. 
and they are playing one of the best football, if not the best, arguably the best football in the league right now, alongside Manchester City. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I think. I don't. I don't think they are playing the best football. I think they can. There's room for improvement. I mean, I, I saw a couple of There's room for improvement. I feel the the only room of improvement now is probably their finishing. They should get. They should sharpen their finishing. Exactly. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But you know, let me let me say, we have not seen Arsenal test, being tested mental, mentally. Do you get what I'm saying? We have not seen. The only time we saw it was against United. They scored full of got disallowed. Sure, the goal got disallowed. Then United scored. Then they, they, they found they found they find it really hard to like come back into the game fully. So I'm saying like mentally, we have not seen them being tested as much. You get what I'm saying now? I'm not yeah, against yeah. whatever they've done so far. I mean, it's amazing. Everyone was laughing at Arsenal at some point, but now look at Arsenal. So I don't think they they had most of the games. I think they've won eight out of nine or nine out of ten. Something eight like out that. of nine. Eight, eight out, out of nine. nine. Yeah. So losing and winning that eight, they've always scored first. They've not been. Te- they've not had to come back from a, a from like a goal or two goals down deficit. You know what I'm saying now? So they've always had the, like the 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 advantage on the game every time. They've always got the first goal of the game every most of the times, except from the United game. So that's why also when teams start testing them, they will will see would actually know what's going on with the whole paparazzi of the title child and everything. Well, and you know what is funny? Sorry to add again. You know what is interesting is when you watch an Arsenal game, you see them at the Emirates. There's this different kind of vibe. They are they so loud. They are so loud. That Emirates is so fucking loud now. And I'm still like, I was watching them against Liverpool and I was like, is this? Ah, that was so, so loud. That, that's the belief the fans have instilled into these boys, into these players to show that we back you and we know you guys can deliver. It's actually interesting. It's actually very interesting, Kodri and Jamil. I think they will eventually finish top two or let me say three now because we still have a lot of games to go. But I think they can they have the, Watch the, out for the better chance. Yeah. Bayern Munich can't wait to have them in the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone... Baka has suffered enough. Baka has suffered enough. That's not to take over. Yeah, you come back to their post. Yeah, I think I think that's what you know, we can all agree on. Baka has suffered enough at the hands of Bayern. I mean, they still have they still have to suffer again now. It's still remaining one more match, yeah. Huh? Yeah, nah. It's still remaining one more match huh? now. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you guys will be fine. It's just one match. The younger set her back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whoa, we, I'm we well, now that we have switched because as you're from the Premier League, let's go to the La Liga streets. Like now, we already see Baka with their injury crisis. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> you just started boiling and then injuries everywhere. Once, well, I hope they're all right, yeah. But then, Baka and Madrid is is painful right now. Hey guys, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, the 
my internet connection got disconnected just a few minutes ago but we are back on and i think we we're on the, the um barcelona's injury crisis and now league jamie you are you there yeah 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 so i was like i was saying um the old classical is this weekend and we know that Baka are facing some in, some injuries defensively. Do you think you'll be able to cope with Madrid's traits of Vinicius, Rodrigo, and Fede Valverde? Well, it is what it is. It is what it is. Because I don't, I don't think any other club has, has had such injury death as Barcelona. Especially the key players in defense, Funde, Arao, ah, Bellerin, even Kessie is now injured. Now the Pirates is injured. Like so many injuries that um, Marcos Alonso had to play the position of his centre back the last match against Celta Vigo. That shows how bad Barcelona injury crisis is right now. But hopefully, Savi are. A trick up his sleeve. So we are we should open the manager in the El Clasico, man. Yes. One of those days we see Messi and Ronaldo classic in an El Clasico. But it is what it is. And Real Madrid, so they draw. Did they? Okay, they won one nil. Yeah, they won one in their last match, and it was not a convincing win for Madrid. But I mean. Madrid does not need to convince anybody. They've done it all through last season, unconvincingly, and they won the UCL. So the El Clasico should, should should get its eye back a little this season because since Messi and Ronaldo departure, that's that's always been that has not always been up to the standards that we have always thought. But hopefully, Benzema lights it up for us. And speaking of Benzema, Kodri, yeah. who is your favorite for the Ballon d'Or this week? I'll be sorry next week. Ah, uh, I would like to say Messi, even though they did not make top cards last time. Good Messi is not in the hey, contest. Yo. Are you? Are you? Are you being savage? Well done. Well done. Oh God! To all Messi fans right now, this is special message from the bottom of my heart. We really miss you below. The, sorry, we, we really miss you above the thirty. Yeah, it's been a long time. Messi, Messi could not even. <laughs> he could not hide the truth. That's the truth. He could not hide the truth. He had to wear number thirty. I'm not. Wear, I'm not. There are thirty other players better than me. Messi, oh my god! Oh my god! We, we will be back stronger. We will be back stronger. <laughs> Let's um, let's not get diverted. Let's go let's, 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 let's not get diverted. Um, Every, everyone knows the Ballon d'Or deserves um belongs to Karim Benzema. We all know the claim winner is Karim Benzema. We are just more interested about the rankings of the other Ballon d'Or contestants. Okay, what do you think is going to make? What do you think is going to make the top three? Top three. I feel Benzema, Mane, and Vinicius. Top three: Benzema, Vinicius, and PayPal. <laughs> hmm. I I I feel that, but then I would say I would pick I would pick Benzema, Mane, and Mbappe. 
I don't think Vinicius Vinicius has just been here for how many seasons? Two? Nah, big. Let's 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 see more consistency like he's doing already and then we'll start don't chatting. disrespect Vinicius Junior. I mean <laughs> don't disrespect Vinicius Junior. I mean he scored in the Champions League final. And exactly. Abbott has scored in the Champions League final and Abbott is not is not even as good as Odegaard. So please and please Stop using the goal in a in a goal in the Champions League final to to to, to rank players. Vinicius is Chelsea, Chelsea fans were sitting there in one place. That's so stupid. Yes, Chris, I know it's all it's perfect. No idea. I mean, they 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 will agree with me. That's the truth. Forget that he scored. Is it midweek or when did they play last? Forget that he scored. See, I rate I rated Abad so much that I was like, oh, why did Brandon not yeah. get that? But what I've seen. It doesn't look like he wants to improve. That's just my honest opinion. It doesn't look like he wants to improve. And his own is, is still better. Speaking of Chelsea for like one minute now, Mason Mount is there in one corner. He just got his first goal involvement in the ninth game or eighth game of eighth game of the season. Imagine. Someone's attacking very, very, very disappointing. Someone's attacking me to that. I beg. Well, could are, those, you, could are you are you mountain you? You can't even trust any Chelsea midfielders in your fantasy. I I don't have any Chelsea player in my fantasy. I watch what for? Well, maybe uh, not I, now, Sha. Maybe I had you, James. I saw Potter tell me, say, hey, Chris. This very start. The resumes all of us are managing. They bend in. So why do you have any other Chelsea player? As Liqueta? How many I mean, we have even diverted away from everything, but I just want to like kudos to Grand Potter. Three games on the bounce now, even though some are scrappy and all. Three games on the bounce, it's getting interesting now. It's getting interesting. I mean, until until we can do 14 games of beating, like only nobody should chat about Grand Potter in this place, please. Thank you. <laughs> but Grand Potter has magic wand, magic wand. This is not Brighton, this is Chelsea. Ah, they won three games. Give him, give him three seasons. They will sack him. Why do you mean three seasons? I haven't thought two was it is too much. Let's let's manage three. You know they have a new board. Everything might be a little different. So Baba, three, no, no, don't care. Very soon, we'll start calling you London Cowboy fans. So, keep practicing. Cowboys FC. <laughs> Cowboys <Wow>, FC. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not going to be a, a, a football pub podcast without mentioning how suplex PSG looked. PSG looked like they, they lost the, the heart that pops blood for them in the MSC. Just one game. And they could not score one goal. One goal, they could not score. And kudos to Sergio Ramos. I mean, he does what he does best. He, got, he gave, us, gave us another red card. That's, his, that's the 28th red card of Sergio Ramos' career. The, the red card was undeserving, though. Undeserving, deserving. 28th red card. He a career, bro. Are you Nobody. paying your word? Nobody. I mean, some players never get to score 28 goals or have 28 assists. 
he got 25 uh, red cards man that's 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 insane but let's let's not dive out here um jamio you're a messy fanatic what does it look like watching PSG without Lionel Messi? Does he even watch the match? Very, very disappointing. I don't, um, they they lack this. I think yeah, the um, Christopher Garcia started the match without Neymar and Messi not in the squad too. So he had um, Mbappe up front as the centre forward, and it was very disastrous. Mbappe was not getting the chances and the midfield was very leaky. Uh, let me just say that um, I feel um, Messi and Neymar has been the, mo- the most creative players on PSG attack. And without them in the attack, Mbappe looks lost in the field because he can't possibly create and finish it by himself. Is it that he's at the receiving end or is at the starting end? And even if he's, uh, he's at the starting sorry, end, sorry, there's Jamie, nobody Jamie, to Jamie, finish. Jamie, sorry. You said something now. You said Mbappe cannot create and score by himself. Does Mbappe create like, anything? He can't, he can't create yeah, and does it, does score it, all by does himself. He doesn't create anything. At times, when he's in his normal mood. <laughs> but most of the times, Mbappe does not create anything. Mbappe scores. That's the joke. Go. When it is normal mood, he creates. He tries. He tries to create at times. But then a few PSG should get more reinforcement. These guys now they just lack this hunger. You without Lionel Messi in that squad now, it's very shapeless. Now talk of removing Neymar from that squad again. Mbappe can't just be there on himself without having anyone to supply him. But Hopefully, let's see what they will play against Benfica tomorrow. Well, it's going to be an interesting one. And speaking of Benfica, we have the same usual features as last week. But this time, the other way around. The only team last week is traveling now. They're traveling team now. And Bayern faced Victoria and won 5 0. Ah. I don't know what Victoria ah. would play this match again. No. They should just forfeit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, uh, Ajax versus Napoli. We saw demolition last time out. Country, are you with me? I'm always here. Yeah. So Ajax now. I know you you, you followed Ajax a lot. <laughs> Speaking of Ajax versus Napoli, and Ajax gave me um on Saturday or was it Saturday or Sunday where they played three two? I think eventually or four two. Four two. Four two. Yeah. So looking at the games, what's happening with Shredder? Is it Shredder? <laughs> Yeah, what's happening with this their new manager, the golf headman and and the players? They don't look like they are just used to Um, see, I just feel um the manager does not have enough control on that score. He's not as authoritative as um Arentena goes with us. I don't feel he drills that score enough to the maximum or to make them grind out results. That fought two against whoever it was. I just completely lost that match. Three, 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 or three or four, three, because there was a goal cancelled out for the away team or the home team, which was Ajax was away. Yes, there was a goal cancelled out for that team. Ajax were so so poor; they didn't have control of the midfield. Um, Tajic wasn't really creating enough. Um, Kudus was was off. First time I'm saying this, that it was off. 
Um, is it the first time? Did you not play against Napoli? They lost to Napoli six one. It's called against. It's called against Napoli. At least you still give her like a positive point. You get what I'm saying? Okay. But against um this thing, I lost to Napoli. Is actually going to absolutely destroy them this second leg. And I said I said on that repeat of a five one or a six zero because the base of the team. I mean. In the Eric Tenak team, you know his possession plus they have his fighting spirits. Now, in this guy, this coach team and team, he does not have the balls to take off some players. I mean, Pajic was absolutely, I'm sorry to say, Pajic has always been very brilliant. He's like the most consistent performer for Ajax. But this season, he's not it. Be the coach. Bring this guy off. Make substitutions. Show that you are the one in control, not the players. No. He just continues and he allows them to continue playing on the way they like and absolutely shit. I'm sorry to say, but well, it's, it's a beauty process for Ajax. It's a new manager. Let's try and give him time this season, hopefully. But they'll. I believe I'll spare myself. We'll have to see if they can retain the already decent title. Um, Especially Kavicha. Kavicha will absolutely destroy them. That Kavicha guy. Yeah, don't break your feet. Cabastelia, yeah. Cabastelia. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that on Ajax, basically. I mean, before Barcelona take on Real Madrid um, weekend, they have to go past Inter. What was the scoreline in the first leg again? Oh, tape, oh, tape, oh, tape. Jerry, what's the scoreline in the first leg? 1-0. Who won now? 1-0. How? Who won? Inter Milan. Inter Milan won. Uh-uh. Yeah. And Baka Sa- scored the goal, actually. Baka Sa- scored the goal. Baka scored the goal. Baka scored the goal. Baka scored the goal. There was really bad officiating in that match. Baka scored a goal and the penalty was removed for a controversial amble by Ansofati. And in the finishing stages of the match, there was also the same replica of the same amber which the goal was removed for, committed by Dumfries in the Inter Milan boss. And there was no decision made on it. So there, there, there were some controversial decisions in that match, which I hope won't be repeated at Camp Noir. On, is it on Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, on Wednesday. It's not Camp Noir, it's Spotify Camp Noir. Call it completely, please. <laughs> <laughs> don't sell your rights as a club. If you cannot take on the tax, don't sell your don't sell your rights. Spotify brew. Spotify brew. <laughs> well, it's going to be an interesting one. I think I, I personally want to see how Barcelona will fare without majorly center backs and major center backs in the team. And <laughs> funny enough. Funny enough, they, they, there's still more chances of injury. Who knows? But hopefully huh? they don't get they don't get injuries to players like Lewandowski and um Dembele and Rafia. Hopefully. Huh? <laughs> hopefully, 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 yeah, hopefully. So um I think we have seen we have seen most of the things that happened over the weekend and those that will happen midweek, which is basically the um UCL fixtures. But before we before we close up everything that's been going on, 
it is it is it will be it will be a disgrace not to mention a beautiful moment from football this weekend i know you know where i'm going to i know you feel me already i know <laughs> i know you know what's going on but then call him cr7 now we call him cr700 it's not easy it's not easy come on see it's not come we, we waited so long for this goal i would know i personally waited so long for this goal with yeah so, so many missed chances so many missed chances have mercy on jamie please have mercy no now i'm not trying to tell what's happening now christian ronaldo scored the 700 um, career club goal that's amazing and that takes him to 817 for club and country 817 uh-uh. Wow! 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 No, you don't have to wow this now. This is all unbelievable. This is this is something that we will not get to see with any star player that is short. You get me now. So this. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is this is this is this is this is just amazing. I mean, the, the football world came out. They congratulated a, a legend. I mean, he's a legend. Oh, man. Yeah. Let me start to hear. You know something very funny? Ronaldo has been shipped this season. Let's, not, let's be honest. Ronaldo I'm, not even, I'm not even arguing. I'm not even arguing. He has not Messi been, has been without, absolutely brilliant for PSG. As in, yeah, goals, goals and assists everywhere. But something very funny is... What's that? Enlighten me. This, this calendar year has 13 goals. Wow. Ronaldo has 12. Mm. Please tell me your goods. Wow. Imagine. One goal is not struggling to score goals. Another one is struggling and assisting. See, basically, I feel I feel God. this whole thing is not even about goods or no goods now. About Everybody, they, they are basically doing what they do best. Especially Messi this season. He has been... The reason why we are feeling like Messi has been super this season is because he was shit last season. Change exactly game now. That's why we are feeling it, and now we are feeling. I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not bashing Messi. I'm just saying it was not six league goals. No, I'm bashing Lionel Messi six league goals. That's something that that the ears should not be hearing and the eyes should not be seeing. But we saw it famously last season. So that's why I feel everybody this season is like Messi is back. Messi. Messi did not leave before. It was not just happy, and it was obvious. I think he he had seen that there was nothing he could do, and just. Played well, started playing well this season. And Ronaldo, on the other hand, wanted to leave for almost two to three months, trying to force a move, and nothing materialized for him. And that's why we saw everything that had been happening. The thing we're even trying to make him score, that's how bad it was. The thing was trying to make him score. So it's not really anything that is is, is blind that we can't see. And um, um, the 700 goal is iconic, yes. But the celebration is even like is even more iconic. Please, that's so beautiful, man. I'm I'm tears. I'm tears. It's it's so soothing. The man out. Jamie, 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 go back. Come on, podcast. Now. He won't. Uh-uh. Yeah. Jamie, now, right? Jamie, no like that goal. Which goal? What's that goal? Man, don't cry. Tears don't cover his face. Don't worry, I'll send the goods to you. No, I'll send the goods to you. It's the fattest good. 691, no problem. 691, no problem. 
<laughs> it's only that night, man. No problem. <laughs> so, it's got 700. He never did there. So, rest. You know the funny thing about the 691 is, is the fact that people feel it's easy to score 700. But even the person they are saying is the greatest player has not scored 700. As in... As That's in, the only thing. With 122 lesser games. With 122 lesser games. Your network is bad. I can't hear you. <laughs> messer game. We say messer game. <laughs> What are you talking about? What are you talking right now? Okay. What are you talking about? We can we can all come together for this. We can all come together for this moment, and we should be. Well, that bashi abro bashiru wedo. Kodi adamio, listen, Sadiq, listen, listen. We cannot be grateful for some of these moments that Pele is not adding to his. Backyard goes. If he's adding his backyard goes, no, I don't know about to be shouting right now. I don't know if he's going to score again. If he's going to score, if he's going to score against his grand, go square that. <laughs> but do, do, does anyone think either Alan or for the record of either Ronaldo or Messi? See, what's busy? Truth is, it is impossible. But because Bro, where's Alan? Because Ronaldo and Alan. have done it before. So that means somebody can do it again. You get me? But exactly. it, it is basically season Messi scored 91 league um, calendar goals. Nobody is doing it again. Nobody. 91? Are you joking? That's nine away from 100. See, see nobody is doing it again. No, just make I tell you something. Make I tell you something. Sorry to interrupt. See, Alan, apart from Man City. Forget if it goes to Real Madrid or goes to another place, he's not going to wrap up, wrap up that number. Nah, he will not going to wrap up the exact number of like it's, that is that number. Goals. He won't. Yeah, but he will still get goals. That's one thing he you can get, guarantee yourself. He will get goals. I understand. Even when he was injured in Dortmund, he was he came on, he will score. He will get injured. He will come back score. That's the way it has always been. And and exactly, goals are like, exactly. are like two things that you cannot separate. He's a very prolific goal scorer. Too prolific. He is incredibly prolific because it's, it's insane to think that someone got into a new team, he had a bad um, committee sheet match, and ever since he just started scoring like before. It was it was on. Be fun to watch Liverpool blood, City blood, on Sunday too. Blood blood Sundayness going going to go. <laughs> he was doing the crybaby celebration. I mean, you, you have been shit. You have been shit so far. Who are you crying? I'm not crying. You are crying. Nah, man. That brother does not know what is going on. He does not know what is going on at all. Last couple committee shit of shit. The celebration is hilarious. The celebration is Anthony has a better, a better reputation than Nunezo. Sure the goal is scored on his debut and this mm-hmm. second goal versus Arsenal. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Anthony has scored in three games for United now in the Premier League. That's and we get and, 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 and Anthony speaks Brazil too. He knows that's 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 the problem about the barrier. I'm a fucking job. <laughs> that's the problem we are saying with. It's not like he's not good. See, 
it, that's one thing I was saying that last season you cannot say Ronaldo was bad or Rashford was bad because the whole team was bad. Especially in a team that you have Harry Maguire, you are you are naturally bad. So you get me like that. So having having to deal with the fact that um, oh, Maguire is at the back is at the back and you have to score up front is worrying for attackers let's be honest and looking at even the um, Baran Camille against them everything just came on and he was solid he was rowing at everyone telling them to get on with the game that's the way it should be I don't want you see I don't want to see you styling your hair on the pitch what's wrong with your hair leave your hair alone you are, you are, you are here to do business not for fashion you carry amber in your hand you are styling your hair what's for but then I'm so <laughs> Man, that's epic. That's epic. That's epic. <laughs> I know I know what it is. That's 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 just I mean we don't have anything to say again. Jamu, um, sorry, Kolya has given us the goodbye prayers for today for this episode, and it's been fun recording this one. I mean, absolute fun recording this one. Thank you guys for coming on the show again, Kolya and Jamu. Um, I hope to have you guys back again without any network issues this time around. And everyone listening, thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you so much. I, I really good night. I hope God does it better for us and we get to a bigger platform than this because, man, we deserve better. Amen, no. So, Amen, no. Thank you very much for listening. If you are listening, I mean, it's, I really appreciate this one from the bottom of my, of my heart. No jokes right now. Thank you so much. Damien, Kodri, see you next time, guys. Yeah. Ciao, ciao. You have a nice day.